More cases, more rules. How does AD Doug Peters plan to safely play in 2021? Hello everyone and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. Last week, as COVID cases in our region swelled to global comparisons, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz issued an executive order to all Minnesotans with new mandates to help lower the rising hospital occupancy rates, slow the spread of COVID-19, and fight this deadly pandemic. How does that impact the plan for the Dragons to safely compete in 2021? What conversations are happening in the NSIC with five different states planning to play each other in just a little over a month? And why not brighten up this show with what we're thankful for in this insane 2020? Here's my conversation with AD, Doug Peters. It's a Let's go, Webby. Come on, man. It's a, a clap for the sound thing. Doug Peters, welcome to the MSU Dragons podcast today. Hey, here we go. We're fired up right now. We're clapping all over the place. It's a sound thing. So if we ever get off, I can clap and see the little spike in the audio. And then I see it's an editing trick. Right, good yeah. to know. Learn something new every day. Who knew we were going to learn that on, on the Dragons podcast today? We've done so many podcasts and I clap before every single one of them. It's taking you that long to, to, to notice that I clap every time? Well, no, I just like to clap back. That's fair. In a positive way, not like the negative <laughs> yeah. clap back. Oh. Sometimes, sometimes. I mean, we yeah. edit some of this out. So. <laughs> so it's been a while since you've joined us on the MSUM Dragons podcast, and a ton of things have happened since. Uh, one of the biggest ones that uh, I would be remiss without asking you about would be how the Governor Walz's executive order has impacted our day-to-day, as uh, I know you've been in a lot of meetings and trying to figure a lot of these things out. So how did the governor's orders affect Dragon Athletics specifically? Well, I think in a couple different ways, Webby. First of all, it was, I guess the word I'll just use, it was, it, it was crushing to a lot of people, just in the sense that the Minnesota Department of Health and the governor of Minnesota came out with some mandates that they believe strongly they needed to put in place to keep our health and safety as a priority. Yeah, so when you look at the global pandemic and you look at what we're in, it's pretty easy to get caught in what it means to our day-to-day operations. At the same time, though, just trying to remember, hey, this is happening because there's some serious stuff going on. And getting into the conversations about where sports fits into that and where slowing the spread down uh, is, is important and why it's important. We're, we're in that space. And so keeping that first and foremost, I mean, it's just crushing to think that our our region and our state is is in that space where there are there are there are sick people and there are people that are dying and we've got to keep that in mind. So that that's probably the most sobering piece that that came out of it, at least for me personally. But then it got into how do we keep intercollegiate athletics operating, and the Minnesota Department of Health, lots of consultation with different places, looking at different resources, decided that if we were going to continue to practice and compete, we needed to uh, get into COVID testing three times a week. That was a little bit of a, you know, the word I used was crushing, just in the sense that 
Previously, the highest guidelines were the NCAA Sports Science Institute. So that's what we've been planning. I'm like, that's the gold standard. If we hit that, we're going to be good. So, so a lot of work went into making that happen. And then uh, the bar got raised on us again a little sooner than we were ready for it to happen. <coughs> I had to cough there, Webby. Sorry, but I, I, think, I think you're right. My question was about the executive order and didn't really pretense, hey, there's bigger than yeah. size things happening in our world right now where the conversations of literally in the world rates are being compared to in our backyard. And it's, 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 it's sobering for sure. Um, but as you said, we were prepared for the one, one time testing kind of situation around our interpretations of, of returning to play and competition. And now it, it's not just three times a week while competing, it's all athletes all the time. How is that kind of, you know, I, I know the speed, like how do you, like the logistics, and I don't like to get too logistical in the show. I like to keep more than a game, you know, but it, I think it's important to understand that it, it's a process. It's not like Amazon two-day shipping and they're here overnight. No. You know, th there, there's a lot of things that go into that. So can you give us a little bit of a, a look of what that process has been like to prepare and then re-prepare now for the new kind of expectations? Well, you know, I always like to say Chad Markson does all the stuff I'm, I don't like to do. And that really means he does all the stuff I'm not very good at. So he'd Which been taking lot. the lead on securing our testing and working with Andy Scott and Rhonda Peterson and Keith Wiedrich about what, what was the best route for us to go. And, and we had that in place, getting ready to, to start that per what we decided with the Northern Sun Conference. And then trying to speed that up and change that around uh, really quickly. And I think we've been able to navigate that. We did have to pause. So ultimately I ended up ending our fall semester workouts for our spring sports and our winter sports. And they were mostly through what they would were planning anyway. And then for our winter sports, we paused until uh, Monday, November 30th. So we'll resume practice on November 30th where I think we've got testing in place three times a week if everything shows up that we've ordered. So that's that backside of it, just the time on the phone and the stress of trying to make sure that we're gonna have the supplies that we need to do it. And then also have the time to figure out how we're gonna do it. No one in our building has ever uh, done a COVID test or uh, on a person before. And so as we jump into that, there's a learning curve that goes with that. And that, that adds a little bit more stress onto the layers of what's already there. I feel like we've done a pretty good job navigating it and we've kept our, our spirits pretty high. Um, we, we've kind of gone back and forth a little bit and I, I'm excited that we'll be able to start practice on Monday. Start practice with a eventual goal of safely returning back to competition in the 2021 season, which I know has been our goal throughout all of this. And as you circle those dates on January 2nd and 3rd um, you know, for Dragon Basketball to return to competition, you know, what does all this mean and look like for actual gameplay as we now see college basketball on television? Um, I, I got to admit, I was watching a few games today just to see how the, 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 the chairs were set up. And you know me, I'm, I'm into the logistics and I get going down some rabbit holes. But what, what have been some of the, the bigger conversations on the NSIC level that you can share with us uh, about returning to play and some of the what's one what of the kind of the trickle down decisions that are at the top? rather than me worrying about where chairs are here at the bottom. Well, that's definitely part of it. As we look at it, there is a return to competition working group within the NSIC where we 
I had a fantastic two hour call yesterday, I say with a slight smirk on my face, because it's hard work and trying to consider all those things. The important part is you look at that big place is we decided we wanted to compete as much as we could. We wanted to keep everybody safe and healthy and we wanted uh, to do everything we could to have championships. So we made those big decisions and then we're trying to figure out how to make, make all of those things happen. And it gets a little difficult because you got five states, you got public schools, you got private schools, it gets messy. And it's trying to find the common ground and the baseline and build off of that. And I think we did that by coming together with schedules for men's and women's basketball and wrestling, working on the track and the swimming piece. And then it gets into all the protocols. I mean, you're kind of chuckling about where the, where the chairs are at, but that, that's a real thing. Where, where are people going to be at? How are we going to clean? How much of a gap is there going to be between rule, between games? All of those conversations have been happening. And I feel uh, thankful, since we are in that Thanksgiving season, I'm thankful for my colleagues in the NSIC is we've pushed, we've pulled, and I think we've landed in some pretty good places. And by the end of next week, hopefully we put our recommendations in front of the board of directors, which is all of our presidents and chancellors, and we've got those I's dotted and T's crossed, and then we can actually try and make happen what we decided we should do. Yeah, that that concept of five states with different rules and regulations and stances to to come to an agreement to get games that look at least somewhat similar on a weekly basis is daunting, I'm sure. And I know <laughs> you spent a lot of time in front of this computer to do so. Um, but I think you you have. A great point there is thankful for the group of people who are working on it. And I know, you know, the we got to go through Thanksgiving and it's, it's, it's coming. So, you know, what, what would Doug Peters be thankful for most right now? And I know there's a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, there, there's the a lot of your mind? Yeah. I think um, if you ask me to put it into words right now in the space, cause I'm sitting in my office, I'm thankful for the, the dragon community and the caringness of the dragon community about uh, you. We talk about what we believe in dragon athletics. And one of those things is that we're all part of something bigger than ourselves. And that's really just describing what's gone on in Nemzik Hall and all our dragon teams for, for literally decades. It has been, we are part of something bigger than ourselves and taking responsibility and doing what we can to help and do what we can to serve. So thankful for that. Thankful for the opportunities that that environment has created our student athletes. Last night before I, I went to bed, uh, I was just scrolling through social media and uh, seeing a student athlete, a former student athlete, you know, just posting, hey, I started my dream job today. And, Judith and, Robinson. Yeah, in, in the scrubs. Shout out Judith. Put, yeah, shout out to Judith, putting the scrubs on and, and have that mask there and just think about, you know, that's why I come to work every day. I, yeah, I love to win, there's no doubt about it. At the same time, though, when I get to see those those posts from like Judith Robinson, um, Nick Eklund today posted something in it from oh. a fighter jet. You know, if, he, yeah, if you're on social media, go check out Nick Eklund's post. I think it was on Instagram um, from fighter jet training as, as he's in the U.S. Navy. Uh, we did a, a story on him not long ago, but um, literally a, a shot from inside the cockpit with fighters on both sides like right. you want to talk about dream job look at that guy i mean that's so cool so yeah it, for sure it is plus all all the alums i see out there that are teachers and in the healthcare industry they're just thankful to be part of that environment and that community that that really 
provides people the opportunity to figure out what they're passionate about, what they want to spend their life doing, and then gives them some tools so they can go out there and be successful. That's what I'm thankful for today, John Webby. Yeah, Webby. man. <laughs> it's, uh, it, is, it is very humbling to be a part of that process. And as we think about things that are a little bit bigger than ourselves, you know, just to be, to have the opportunity to work every day is, is something that we can't take for granted anymore. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in, in tough shape right now and, you know, we're hoping the best for everybody out of this situation, but you know, I feel very thankful for, for being able to work, uh, to work in a meaningful way around wonderful student athletes each and every day. Uh, I would probably also have to put in health um, as, you know, you know, we've talked in the background, I've had multiple family members, including my 94 year old grandmother have COVID throughout all of this and she's safe and doing just fine. So I, I definitely got to be thankful for health and family uh, as I look back at, at this Thanksgiving of, of things that stand out to me as well. But um, I know a lot of people have stepped up in a lot of big ways within Dragon Athletics athletes and, and just thankful for for their graces you know we're we know it's messy right we we know it's been difficult and and you know we're not going to make every decision perfectly or right on time or or anticipating hey, speak any for yourself it. webby you know i get them all perfect on, you, on perfect you just have to make the decisions i just have to execute but that's that's the better part of it um but no it's just it's a lot of wonderful things that i i, I don't think i've taken I really made sure not to take anything for granted after everything uh, that's been thrown at us this year. And I just feel really thankful more than ever, I think, for, for what I do and who we do it for and the people around us that enable us to do so. Uh, you know, the campus community entirely, you know, President Blackhurst, you know, and, and uh, you know, my, our families that allow us to do this wonderful thing. I think it's really, really cool. And then people who have stepped up in, in holes this year of, you know, you're, we talked about Swen stepping up a little bit with uh, helping us out with laundry when Bo was not hanging around. Um, it was just weird not having Bo in the hallways, but he'll be back soon, I hope. And, uh, you know, athletic training for sure and how they've stepped up and helped guide this process. Um, some new faces and, you know, false signings. You know, we just had false signing day and we had a lot of new dragons in a crazy environment who are now coming to, to MSUM. And it was fun to celebrate new starts. Right. Uh, with, with them uh, for the first time. And that was kind of a cool experience. And, and some familiar faces popped up there as well, which was kind of kind of fun to see. Yep. It is always kind of fun to see who's going to join the Dragon family. And, you know, as we talk about the Dragon family and we talk about Dragon Pride, I'll tell you what, we have extended the fan box sale. Where we, we did an early Black Friday sale. I twisted Marcus's arm because he's such a tight one. I twisted his arm. <laughs> we have extended the fan box sale a, a little bit longer. Uh, we're, we've, we've still got some left. There are a limited number. So if any of you are interested in the fan box, it's got a fantastic dragon scarf. It's got a baseball cap in it. It's got a, a three by five foot flag in it. There's some awesome stuff in there that is only available in that fan box. So take advantage of the fired up fan box. And it's not just for people, apparently. Um, right. we, we've had three or four people post with their dogs uh, in the apparel and the scarves and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's msumdragons.com slash box and the Black Friday coupon code, which I believe Marcuson will extend. And I'll put everything down in the show notes as well so that you can get a hold of your fan box as soon as possible. But uh, there's a coupon code. Take advantage of that for sure. And, and there's special gifts in there, including possible gift cards from sponsors. So it might even, you know, might be awesome uh, to open up that box. And I know there's 
a lot of them stacked in Marcuson's office ready to go. So Hey, that's right. Speaking of those sponsors, we've thrown in some Buffalo Wild Wing gift cards. We've done some Shields gifts cards, some um, Connor and Gerberts. Gerberts. There's some fun surprises in some of those boxes. So I'm excited and I have been excited. We've gotten a couple emails from people that have gotten things. That's fun to see. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll do the shapeless plug part of it as well then, because the Dragon Way uh, show ended last night. We did a six-episode sprint. So, you know, we had that conundrum of we're not going to play football this year. How do we, you know, talk about Dragon Athletics and, and what storylines can we pull out? And we really came up with a great idea with the Dragon Way and talking about the path and process of Dragons football and created this Zoom hour-long show piece that – just got better each and every week. And it was really kind of cool to see it all come to a, a fruition last night uh, when we did the St. Cloud game from 2018 to go to the Mineral Water Bowl and, and accomplish all these historic things that haven't been done in a long time or hadn't been done before. Um, and you know, so if you please want to check that out, all episodes, all six episodes are at msumdragons.com slash the dragon way. So you got a plug. I got a plug. Man, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and to everybody that's listening to this. Thank you, Doug, for your time before this holiday break for some clarity on this new situation as it develops. And if Doug won't clap back, I will. And as I said in the show, my first question sucked. I asked how we react to new rules like a burden that we must overcome. But Doug helped me see that this isn't a reaction to new rules. This is a reaction to increased cases, full hospitals, and people truly suffering. It's not how do we work around the rules so that we can play. It's how can we do our part to support our community while also serving and protecting our own student-athletes. We are a part of something bigger than ourselves here at MSUM. So thank you, Doug, for helping me see this situation from a higher level and for helping us get to a point where we can safely play in 2021. Thank you for listening to this episode of the MSUM Dragons podcast, and I'd be very, very thankful if you'd subscribe or share the show. Have a happy, safe, and healthy holiday to everyone. And of course, Go Dragons!